0: Rob's Reliability Project, a podcast for maintenance and reliability people to better themselves both at home and at work. Now let's get rolling. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Rob's Reliability Project. I'm Rob Kalvaroski. On this week's episode, I welcome Cliff Williams, Bob Latino, Lucas Marino, and Sonia Mathura to the show to discuss reliability root cause analysis and what each of them has going on it's a fun episode so i hope you enjoy it if you haven't yet please subscribe to the leadership launchpad project on your favorite podcast platform it's going to be a show about human-centric leadership that i will be co-hosting with susan hobson and it's going to be a lot of fun so i hope you guys enjoy that one and i hope you join us on the journey to teach and to bring next level leadership to the world. I'm gonna have an announcement in the next few weeks about Rob's Reliability Project that probably will either be continuing in a few different forms, so definitely stay tuned for that. Thanks for listening and here's the interview with Bob, Cliff, Lucas, and Sonia. UE Systems has been the premier source of ultrasound instruments, technologies, and support for 45 years. From handheld inspection tools, state-of-the-art and complementary software, and now permanent sensors with 24-7 condition monitoring, UE Systems has everything you need to take your ultrasound program to the next level. UE Systems has given us at Rob's Reliability Project a great, and you as listeners to Rob's Reliability Project, a great offer. We have a special offer. If you go to uesystems.com training online courses, the link is in the podcast notes, you can get a complimentary online training course from UE Systems. You can choose between lubrication best practices and functions, mechanical inspection and lubrication, electrical inspection, steam trap inspection, or compressed air leak survey. So if you go to uesystems.com training online courses and sign up for one of those courses, enter Rob's Reliability Project in the comment section. You'll get that course for free a savings up to $495, so that's a great offer. I definitely recommend you check that out. I took one of the courses last year. I thoroughly enjoyed it, and I also learned a fair amount from it, so definitely go out there. Definitely register for an online course, and you can do it at work, at home, wherever. It's great. Definitely sign up and get that for free. We're, we're alive, so welcome back to Roger Light to Project. <laughs> I'm Rob Kalveroski. We're having a great time. We were we were just having a chat here. I got my some of my favorite guests here. We got Bob Latino, we got Cliff Williams, and Sonia Mathura. Sonia, how are you?
1: I am good. Rain is falling today. I am happy for the weather. You know, just that dip in temperature. So I'm very happy with that. <laughs>
0: It's, it seems like it's 50-50 whether it's raining there or not. I really. know,
1: right? Yes, all the time. Like this morning was bright sunshine, blue skies. And then at 2 o'clock, it just changed. But I was <laughs> grateful for that 2 o'clock change because it's, now it's cooler. It's, you know, it's a good temperature. I can live with that. That's fine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and Cliff, Cliff's fresh off retire. I mean, last week, obviously, Cliff was on the podcast talking on his first day. Of retirement, so Cliff, how's retirement for you? Uh,
2: yeah, it's it's pretty good, but um, I'm getting confused, you know, because they say in retirement, every day is Saturday. Well, I used to like Fridays, you know, it was it was cool. So um, I'm tr- still trying to enjoy my Friday, but uh, yeah, it it's it's different. It's different, that's for sure, you know. I, after so many years of of having to do what people bid you to. No, I don't have to do that. Uh, And then suddenly find out that you have made commitments to come on the podcast and you do have to do something. So uh, it's, but it's good. It's uh, yeah, it's taking some getting used to. You sound like you don't want to be here. No, no, it's, uh, it's, it's this idea. It's this idea of, you know, you wake up in the morning and it's blue sky. It's like, what am I going to do for the day? And uh, it doesn't quite work out that way. (laughs) <laughs> you mean your wife
3: doesn't have a list for you?
2: A honeydew uh, list? Yeah, honeydew list. Yeah, yeah. That's um, <laughs> that, that's a growing list. <laughs> I, I'm using the weather as the excuse. Yeah, wh- when the weather turns, when the weather turns.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and, and Bob's
0: already cracked open a beer, so Bob, how are you doing? <laughs>
3: Yeah, but I, I got all my syllables together so don't hold that against me i thought i thought we switched it to friday because it was a happy hour
0: it's it's both today we're we're both today but we're recording <laughs> yeah, i'm with my friends and i'm getting happy that's right yep. <laughs> no i love it yeah so yeah i don't know i didn't really have much much planned for today i just wanted to jump on and like you know you guys are are some of my favorite guests and i, I wanted you guys to have a chance to say you know, give some plugs. Tell me, tell us what you're doing. Tell us if you got anything going on, Bob. Like I know you have some new software come out with the Easy RCA. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that?
3: Uh, yeah. We had a. Uh, I guess I don't know if it's an epiphany or not, but we we had a different uh, strategic business uh, shift
0: I like to where. That
3: we're, we're looking at RCA from the standpoint, not, not only as a proprietary brand like Proact, but also as the, uh, the advancement of the field. So uh, our attempt at making a agnostics uh, RCA brand of software of uh, easy RCA is that it, it appeals to how any the I, you know, normally we try to get people to train and, and do our version of Proact because that's our favorite approach. But in their case, uh, what we're trying to do is to provide a tool that I don't care how you do RCA, it's gonna help you do it better. So uh, really in any of the most common uh, methodologies out there, this tool is adaptive to making whatever you do, uh, you know—you you can do more of them better and uh, more accurate. So it's, uh, it's interesting because the, when you look at this particular tool, the the directives to the developers were that you know, that the whoever uses this should need no training it's got to be that intuitive that you, you don't want to call us to have training and i'm of the mind that if you need training to do this you shouldn't be doing rca <laughs> that's probably something i should have said but <laughs> <laughs> and uh you know our uh what, what, what we're matching that against is saying this tool has to be as easy as craft paper and post-its uh because you know we, we all know that some poor soul when you're doing that in a conference room with uh, no matter what your methodology is that somebody's got to transcribe that and do the double work of putting it into another program so uh, I, I think we've come really um uh, really close to uh, making those electronic post-its uh, as, as easy as doing it on the wall and uh the the tool is uh, super super simple so i'm uh, i'm really proud of the, the all the rainchilds that made that up because, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just a guy with ideas. Uh, they're, they're the ones who actually make it happen. But thank you for asking, sir.
0: No, but when you when you say advancing the field, do you mean advancing the field of RCA or, or reliability yes. as a whole?
3: No, the, the field of RCA because, uh, you know, uh, there's people who just get into the field and, you know, they, they may their uh, sphere of influence might be the, the five Ys. And then, you know, as they learn more, and they become a little more sophisticated that maybe they, uh, fishbone will be their forte. And then again, as you become a little bit more sophisticated and you, you know, you evidence is a requirement, not an option. And you wanna, you know, you wanna do it on the right things instead of everything, you know, uh, not not just you wanna do it on what's important not just what's urgent. I I know I can go off on tangents and I'm offending anyone, I'm sorry. That'll be a different RCA, and it'll have Bob at the top, and there's uh, a human root cause at the bottom.
0: <laughs> I'm good with
3: it, just like being at home. It's okay. I'm, the root causes of a lot of problems here at home. So.
2: But, Rob, I, I think that uh, Bob's been kind of uh, selling himself a little short um, because that was a great question. Was it RCA or reliability? And I think you can't have reliability without RCA so if bob is Truth. trying to if he's trying to you know expand the field and the knowledge of all these people in rca eventually it's going to roll roll into reliability because there's so much time wasted on people addressing symptoms and spending their whole life trying to fix things instead of really getting to root cause causes and addressing them, so I think it's both. So take take a bow, Bob. That's you know, it's root cause analysis and reliability. Well stated there. Well,
1: you are a champion.
2: Well, <laughs> you know, I, I'm of the
3: mind. Maybe it's because I've been doing this so long. Is that the the more RCAs you do, the more proactive you become. Is because you 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 can see why things happen, and then that way you know in the future if you ever see these. Uh, Things combining uh, these these paths to failure combining, you know how to stop it. Oh, yeah. And I, I think I do. I think it naturally. While it's a reactive, it's it's executed as a reactive task. Uh, I think that it makes you more proactive because you see the cause and effect relationships that lead to bad things.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: And I know I know that uh, in my lifetime this will never happen. But you know I've I've been an advocate of proactive RCA for for decades. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, these or, most organizations have these really high triggers. You know, somebody's already dead or the, uh, they've lost millions of dollars, and then we do an RCA. But the, you know, your, your money's going to be in the chronic stuff that happens daily and, and ticks off all your mechanics and your operators. Uh, it just doesn't hit a trigger. And if you're really getting, you know, one, one metric for me is that if you, if you, uh, that's a measure of effectiveness for your RCA program. Is if you're, how many are being done truly proactively based on your FMEAs? If you, you should be doing RCAs on unacceptable risk as, as opposed to waiting for a consequence. So if you're, if you, uh, you're really at the top of the game, if you're using your FMEAs, doing a Pareto cut of that and saying, I'm going to look at all these things that have unacceptable risk, risks, because RCA is just as applicable with that as it is with anything that already has failed. I'm going to have to get off my soapbox now. You got me rolling.
2: <laughs> no, but it's, it's a good point because um, you and I have discussed many times that you can have, uh, you know, whatever system you want in the world, but you'll never beat a great facilitator. And it takes right. a good facilitator to get there. And, and what you're doing get by building these great facilitators uh, through the changes in their behavior, you're, you're making it easier, you're making it better, you're making it more effective. And so the facilitators are getting better and their behaviors are actually changing a culture so that the people in reliability have a different outlook. You know, they're they're no longer looking short term. They're looking wider, they're looking longer term. So it all impacts. I I I think it's great.
3: That's a great point because I I say it in almost every speech, you know, the the analysis is only as good as the analyst. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, you can certainly abuse our software, you know, if you want to do a 2Y, I can't stop you from doing that. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, the it, all I can do is provide capability, but someone with potential has to be the ones using it. But mm-hmm. so, certainly, uh, and, and that's true of any software program, any great software yeah. program can be defeated by uh, the, the person using it.
2: Yeah, <laughs> quick, quick jumping in, and let we we'll let Sanya join in. Is that uh, my favorite? My favorite uh, technique is the five whos. You know, whose fault was it? Who should have done this? Who's not here? So let's blame him. You know, yeah, the five whos is the best way.
0: So what you're saying, Cliff, is this podcast is Lucas's fault? Because Lucas,
2: Lucas,
1: yeah.
3: Was this retirement voluntary? <laughs> Would that have five who's philosophy?
2: Yeah, five foods. <laughs> Who the hell don't we need? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. so, Sonia, get a word in right now. you got a
1: chance. I do have a question. It was an RCA, right? So I, was, I know we we're supposed to record this on Monday and we had a change. But I was grateful that we had that change on Monday. Because on Monday morning at 1 a.m. while I was sleeping, I heard some cats outside. So I heard the cats, and I got up. When I did that, I started hearing water, water flowing, like gushing. And my so sister, what is that? And she's like, you can't go outside at this time of night. You're not supposed to. And I'm like, but I need to know what, where that water is coming from. So I run out to the back. And I see the, the water pump is broken and water is gushing all over. It's like a fire hydrant open. And I'm like, we have to turn it off. And she's like, well, I don't know what to do. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to grab this umbrella because we have to protect ourselves. Because <laughs> it's, it's like this huge force. And I'm trying to hold the umbrella, you know, with the water flowing against it. And she's there trying to turn off the valves and whatnot. And she's like, she's not getting the valve. And I'm like, no, we have to get this. And it's like 1 a.m. in the morning. But we did get it off eventually. Eventually. And Guy fixed it the next day. But the root cause.
0: With Lucas. We got it. We got it. One of the root
1: causes. (laughs) (laughs) There was, I think the cats were fighting on the wall. And they fell on the on the pipe. <laughs> and apparently it was a heavy cat. So he broke the pipe.
3: Must have and been he, Garfield. Yeah, he saw a little
1: right? <laughs> After
3: a pizza run.
1: <laughs> well maybe, maybe it was territory wars, you know, whoever controls the pump controls the water. I don't I don't know. What they were fighting I, over. <laughs>
2: Sanya, I, I, I don't think that was just an incident. I think it was a catastrophe. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I need the drums for that, but I'm pumped.
0: A, we, we don't have sound <laughs> editing, but let's
3: put it in. <laughs> I think stand, stand-up comedy is gonna be your uh,
0: career uh,
3: post-retirement.
1: You have some potential. So I guess the question,
0: Sonia, is what are you going to do about preventing it next but time?
1: They haven't come back since. I think, they, I think they're afraid of the water. <laughs> I
0: thought you were going to say you're going to get like an anaconda or something to be Oh my there, gosh, no. The case. Oh.
1: no. I'm scared of those.
0: <laughs> so we're oh going to have
3: to understand how the cats were able to get so fat because they should have been on a diet.
1: Oh, so that's, that's the root cause. I think somebody's <laughs> been feeding those cats. That's the root cause. And I don't know where they've been getting the food. It's definitely yeah. not from me.
3: They're, they're, they're not hanging around for a Weight Watchers meeting.
1: Yes. yes. <laughs> and they, they sleep under my car because it's cool during the day. <laughs> so they go, I, I saw one a little while ago. I went outside and he's sleeping under the car. And I'm like, for you, this is probably your, your spot right there. <laughs>
3: Uh, you know, a while back, I, was, I wrote a paper about, uh, you know, the, the curse of uh, being in reliability is because you're, you're, you're constantly taught foresight. You're always looking at what could go wrong. And, and that, that could be uh, unnerving, to, especially to people around you who are going, you know, you're just OCD, you're anal. <laughs> and it's because you, you're, you're just looking at all these potential things. And, and you saw it, I mean, because you, you heard the sound and, and you yeah, couldn't let okay. it go
1: that's the thing. And I'm like, no, I need to find out. And then I'm thinking like um, the next day, what if this was um, a pump that was pumping sulfuric acid? Yeah.
2: Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So you have sulfuric acid outside your no, house? No, I don't. I don't,
1: I don't. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just, I would have, I would have taken that. care of the cat problem. <laughs> yeah, you, you wouldn't have, have to worry definitely. about cats. <laughs> 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 but I was thinking about that and we're so trained that if something happens, we try to stop it immediately because yeah. afterwards um i'm like oh i didn't take any pictures i didn't do a video i i did reach for my phone but that was for flashlights so <laughs> all right <Luke. laughs> it did happen oh he's coming on
3: yeah looks good hey! con- looks connecting quit talking about him
1: oh yeah. shoot yeah <laughs> i think
2: but, still- but Bob's bob's right about that you know you to looking forward at things if you're in reliability. I remember you know, when I was, you know, way, way back when I was an apprentice and I was getting into pipe fitting and things like that, and every, two, every time I'd go to the washroom, I'd be looking how they could dismantle the pipes, uh-huh. you know. <laughs> I'd be standing <laughs> in the washroom trying to figure out how they could change the valve and everything. So, yeah, it, uh, it does affect you.
3: Okay. Uh, you know. It, 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 and it annoys other people because <laughs> I, me, me and my wife are polar opposites. She'll, she'll get up in the morning and say, I, "I'd like to paint this room," and and I'm I'm like, "Well, we haven't gone to the store, we haven't got the drop cloth, we haven't got the paint, we haven't uh, done the you know the trimming," and uh, and uh, you know, and she's like, "Well, what do you need all that for?" <laughs> <laughs>
0: well,
3: you know, so this project is going to be a three-day project. It should have been two hours
2: if you planned it. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> And by the way, I like the color. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs>
0: what this are you guys talking about, agree. beer? So Luke, you're in the wrong- Luke, Luke just just joined us. Luke, how's it going? Are we talking Luke? about beer? Or what are we talking
3: about? No, Luke, you're in the wrong <laughs> meeting. You're, you're looking for the AA meeting. That's <laughs> right.
4: <laughs> All right. Well, it was nice talking to you. I'll see you guys later.
3: <laughs> Hi, my name is Luke. <laughs>
4: That's right. I live in Bob's basement. <laughs> you
3: live right in Bob's head, don't you?
4: <laughs> How's it going? Sounds
1: well good.
3: We've been talking about you for about a half an hour. You want to pick on anybody else?
4: You mm.
1: missed
4: it. Yeah, let's pick on uh, let's pick on someone who's not here and it's not gonna call. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that, that's it exactly, Luke. We were Bob was telling us about his new uh, RCA, the five who's and as you weren't <laughs> your, you were the one we picked on. So yeah.
3: it <laughs> knows me better than that? I would never do that. Oh, yeah. Unless oh, I was in the, unless we were in the two-syllable range, okay?
0: <laughs> <laughs> so what I missed? What's going on? You didn't miss much. Why, why don't you tell? Why don't you tell everybody about the East Partnership? Oh, yeah. Let's do that.
4: <laughs> um, <laughs> It's, uh, it's been pretty cool. It's, uh, I want to be able to help other entrepreneurs out that are subject matter experts and want to provide online training. So uh, rather than them have to learn how to manage an LMS and, and deal with um, all the work that comes along with populating courses and marketing their courses, um, I wanted to be able to give them a place where they could have a fellow entrepreneur help them out with that and do it in a way that's, uh, financially beneficial to them. Um, some of the the people I'd interacted with in the past when I was looking at doing something similar, uh, it was tipped way in the wrong direction. Uh, I, I thought it was crazy that someone wanted me to give them my intellectual property rights and uh, yeah, give them a, you know, a vast majority of, of the the financial benefits of doing the work. I, I just I couldn't agree with that. So a part of it was born of my frustration over they're not being a really strong network to support other uh, entrepreneurs and that kind of work. Um, I've been fortunate enough to, to get on with uh, some affiliate uh, providers like Bob at, at RCI and help them out with, the, you know, just getting the word out about their awesome courses because they've got amazing training. Um, and that's kind of been our model is like get the best in the business all together and it's all focused on people that Sustain or maintain uh, the world's, you know, most valuable assets. So everything from project management to root cause analysis to different types of acquisition uh, acquisition logistics. Uh, we've got RCM coming up uh, soon, and uh, I might even know somebody that talks about lubrication a bit. Uh, that I might be
1: no uh, idea. I don't know who he's <laughs> talking about.
4: <laughs> yeah. So it's been really cool. And um, I'm hoping one day it turns into a family business so I can be like Bob when I grow up.
3: (laughs) You got low standards.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Well,
0: I'm I'm, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. It might take a while to get there. (laughs) I I want to be like Cliff when I grow up so I can be retired.
3: (laughs)
4: That'd be nice. Uh,
3: You just keep pushing those five who's.
4: <laughs> <laughs> that's it that's it that's it yeah so so cliff what's this like you're mr award winner now What's oh, on with that?
2: yeah yeah i know like so 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 infamous it's great <laughs> yeah no it was actually it was uh it, w- it was really really um kind of humbling to to get that it was the first first time uh, that, that award was given by PMAC. And, and if, if I'm honest, I was kind of upset that they wouldn't involve me in the award process. You know, I, I'm sitting there thinking, well, they've got these other people judging this, competition and, you know, evaluating these people, you know, when they ask me, I'm the guy that's been doing all this work. And and I'm thinking, you know, so it was very humbling when they turn around and say, uh, yeah, you won it. You know, you you got that. It was, uh, oh, okay, forget those thoughts that I had. Um, I didn't verbalize them, so I never had them. And uh, it was great. Um, But it's been, it's been absolutely excellent. the courses that we've been teaching through PMAC, and uh, I, I, we, we were talking a, a little bit this week on one of the courses about um, the right people in the right seats. You know, from uh, Collins is good to great, and by the end of the week we had gone down Maslow's hierarchy of needs, the Batari box, hiring practices, da 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 da, because the conversations went there. You know, and it was it's so cool. It is, it is so great to you know see people get get in you know get involved and really, uh, you know, getting engaged and, and enthusiastic and passionate you know and it's like we start off with one post and end up with twenty five posts on a topic and it, it's just so much fun it, it really is so to get an award on top of that was uh, yeah even better special so thank you very much for. All of the nice comments that people made.
0: Are they naming it after you now? Are they naming it after you?
2: Yeah, yeah. No, no. I think I have to die first. I'm not sure. <laughs> <we're> not. <laughs> That's the way the U.S. military does it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When you're
4: yeah. dead, they'll name it after you. So That's right. <laughs> can call it
2: after somebody else for a while.
4: <laughs> yeah, well, we learned our lesson about naming things over, uh, uh, you know, after living people because then they, you know, after you like dedicate a building to them, they go and like rob a bank a couple of years yeah. later or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, yeah, especially in the, in the days of revisionist history, you know, it's like in, in 20 years time, Cliff would have been a tyrant. Yeah, he, was, he was that guy that made people talk about Maslow's hierarchy. That's got nothing to do with asset management. It's, That's right. Let's you know, tear down the award. So. To me, it
0: sounds like something like actually relevant versus, you know, some of the other stuff.
2: Yeah, oh yeah. No, I I it's 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 the topics that um that I love to get involved in in that and, and you know you you know Rob that uh all through reliability, I've always thought of reliability as a, as a human result, you know, and it's the same with asset management without those human uh interactions, it just doesn't work. Yeah, and and we've seen that when when we we talk to organisations, and there's pretty much zero accountability. They all live in silos, and um, I, I, I explained this in uh, one of the, one of the uh, presentations that we made. Um, I was on a stage with uh, the commander of the the Canadian Navy, and, and, and Commander Ron had been there, and he just had some of his people talking about the Navy. And uh, they were talking about, you know, how difficult things could become when you've got uh, the vessel in the middle of the Atlantic and all of these things, you know, how do you make sure you've got the right stores and spares and things, and started to talk about the, the, the challenges of, of silos. And so uh, we, we, we talked about that. And then Commander Ron, who was, the uh, say, the, uh, the chief of the Canadian Navy, got up and said, well, I just would like to point out something, and that's we do not have silos in the Canadian Navy and kind of looked at him and I said, well, Commander Ron, you know, um, that's not just what your guys were talking about. You know, they were, they said, we do not have silos. We have cylinders of excellence. (laughs) <laughs> At least he's and,
0: a positive light on it.
2: Right. And ever since then I call them cylinders of excellence after Commander Ron. It was, I thought that was cool. They're all just sitting in their cylinders being excellent. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, well, Luke, excellent Luke,
2: does the,
3: Luke, does the Coast Guard have cylinders of excellence?
2: Oh yeah. Uh,
4: <laughs> you know, anywhere between, anywhere between eight and 16 per engine. yeah no we, we used to uh we used to joke around about how distinctly different each of the communities was um and you could have engineers and some of them are aviation you know and some of them are naval and uh just like two different worlds entirely and of course you know one does it better than the other and uh You'd have, you'd have thought the world was burning down when they told us we had to adopt the aviators model of maintenance. We were like, what, you know, it's not going to work. And of course it did. So we all had to eat crow, but.
0: Um, I'm surprised yeah. they're letting you do work with the Navy. Like you're a Coast Guard guy, you know, like, is there no, no animosity <laughs> there or what? Well, it's funny you bring that
4: up and I've, I've shared this with my <laughs> employers. So it's no surprise to them. But I told myself when I was in the Coast Guard, I will never work with the Navy. <laughs> right. and then i retire and i end up working with the navy and all my, my coasty buddies are like hey how's the navy and then they laugh i'm like okay well it's great <laughs> no it's been a pleasant surprise um a lot more similar than i had anticipated uh in some ways but entirely unique in others we just don't have nuclear submarines in the coast guard so. <laughs> no.
0: you got to upgrade you know that would be
4: that'd be oh, yeah. pretty fun. Yeah, and I don't think we should have nuclear submarines in
2: the Coast Guard either. (laughs) And if you're in the middle of the Atlantic, you're lost. (laughs) Well, it's funny how many Navy guys are like,
4: when were you in the Black Sea? I was like, which time? (laughs) They had no idea we, you know, traveled the world just like they do. It's just in a different uh, capacity. Um, Not to get in the history lesson, but the Coast Guard's uh the seventh largest naval force in the world so we're actually closer in size and and mission to many of the other navies in the world than our navy is so that makes sense
0: but so the u.s navy is not as big or it's no the navy
4: is massive yeah the navy is so big they don't have much in common with most other navies oh i see yeah
3: Yeah, I know. I know. When I went to visit his station, I had no idea of the the military firepower that the Coast Guard has. <laughs> <laughs> you just wouldn't think that it had the guns that they have, and the the capabilities that they have. Yeah. So if you're a drug runner, you better watch out for these guys because <laughs> they they play music when they're coming after you.
0: If you're a drug runner, why are you listening to this show? That's the question. Maybe maybe you built one of those like Colombian subs and you're trying to get like RCA advice or something.
4: Yeah, maybe you just changed the life, Bob. You're like some guy sitting in the jungle in Colombia, it's like, why am I watching this? What am I doing with my life?
0: <laughs> He's kids pulling up just, the easy RCA tool to try to figure out why his one human sub can't, can't make it to, uh-huh. to, like, California or something.
3: All right, kids. Kids, just say no.
4: <laughs> That's right. Yeah. No, it, it's, it's pretty funny. It's a little scary to think that I that I owned the largest armory in the United States Coast Guard for three years, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> we know We know you're responsible. Come on. <laughs> responsible enough that I couldn't get in the armory without a gunner's mate. <laughs> uh, anyway. I, I, that, was, that
3: was that was a fascinating tour. Uh, I don't know if they offer those publicly, but I mean that was uh, the the cap the, cap- the capabilities uh, of the U.S. Coast Guard are. Uh, I mean it's just so impressive.
4: Well, I'm glad you liked it. It was it was fun having you guys there. No, that was uh, that was the Bob Latino special. So, oh. <laughs> must be nice.
3: Yeah. and then we topped it off at the Yorktown pub.
4: <laughs> That's right. That's right. That's when I knew I could hang out with Bob. Up until then, it was debatable whether we were actually going to get along, you know? And then, and then I was like, hey, so where do you guys want to go for lunch? And he's like, hey, isn't the Yorktown pub around here? I'm like, all right. <laughs> we're in.
3: We, we were still in the phase of uh, we didn't know. each. That was actually the first time we actually met in person. That's and right. um, you know, I had two of my guys, uh, my brother, too, uh, with us, and uh, it was lunch. <laughs> and uh, uh, as soon as he ordered a beer for lunch, I says, well, I don't, he can't
0: drink alone. <laughs> <laughs> it's five o'clock in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean, was, right? So you got to go no. for it. So that That's would right. be rude. <laughs>
4: <laughs> 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 You're always thinking about others, Bob. That's right.
3: I was trying to be proactive for the relationship, Luke. You know the kind of friend I am.
4: That's right. <laughs> yeah, so you can you can you can uh, understand how excited I was when I found out Sonia is in Trinidad because I love yeah. Trinidad.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh,
4: what a cool place. You know.
1: It is cool now cuz rain just fell. So it's mm.
4: cool. <laughs> that kind of cool.
1: Yeah, I had no idea
4: Bob had been down there so much. You know, how how many times but, you know, before the whole COVID happened, Bob, how many times were you making trips to Trinidad or your staff?
3: Oh, actually, it's been Mark and Holcomb the most of it, right? Yeah. I, I mean, I've been to Trinidad, but not on, for you, right, Sonia? Yeah, I, I've yeah. been there for the cement company.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
3: but uh, Mark and Holcomb uh, made the most trips there.
1: Oh, yes. I carried them to the beach. I carried them to, we were almost late to the airport because we went to the beach with Mark. And then the flight got delayed, so we went on the golf course. And then we went to the military base in Chagaramas. and then I carried him for ice cream, and yeah, he enjoyed himself.
3: Boy, his own family don't treat him that good. I mean, no wonder he likes coming back.
2: So there's gonna be little kids watching this, and their parents are gonna to say to them, "What do you want to be when you grow up? I want to be in reliability. Yes. I've got to be in reliability. <laughs> you go to armories. You go in nuclear labs. You go to Trinidad."
0: Just don't get Bob to tell you the story when he came up here to Edmonton in January. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, that's not that's, a big seller. That's no, right. That's, <laughs> yeah. Or or the other
0: story where uh, Bob and Luke and I were in Winnipeg. <laughs> you
4: know, it's funny you mention that, Rob. I was at a huge naval conference in DC 2 months before the trip. Okay. And this very senior government official from the Canadian government comes to our, our booth where my company's at. And she's asking all these questions about this landing craft we had designed. And we're, we're answering all these questions. And she says, do you work with any shipyards internationally? And I said, yes, we work with shipyards in Canada as a matter of fact. And so we start talking. I said, you yeah. know, she goes to, so, how do you like Canada? I said, I haven't been yet. I'm going for the first time in two months. And she says, oh, great, where are you going? And I said, oh, I'm going to Winnipeg. And she went,
0: oh, oh.
4: <laughs> Winnipeg. And I said, yeah, and she goes, I'm sorry, here's my card. <laughs> when you want to come back to Canada after you go to Winnipeg, give us a shout. And I thought, it can't be that bad. And I, I got there and it wasn't bad. She was just, I think it's a big Canadian joke,
0: right? It,
3: it, it is what you make it, it is what you make it. <laughs>
0: Just just wait till we send you to Flin Flon, Manitoba next year. Yeah.
3: Well, I used to think it got cold in my region of the world until I went to uh, Fort McMurray. When you you watch your breath crystallize, you think of things differently. You say, yeah, freezing is, is, I can't wait till it gets just to freezing. (laughs) That's right.
0: When it gets to freezing up here, Bob, you see everyone out in shorts, like, unbelievable, like, minus 50 in the winter. Like,
3: yeah, I, I remember in my hotel, there was guys getting there. It was 40 below, and they were, get, they were a running club. I said, you've got to be kidding.
0: <clears laughs>
3: <throat> I, don't, I don't even want to go to work, and you're going out there for a run.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, That's I don't good. know how you do that. I find, like, anything below minus 15 Celsius, like, your breath you can't breathe once you go outside like you have to you i don't think you could run like you have to wear a cover otherwise you'll you'll just like it gets real bad
3: actually that was like in uh fort st john and chetwin
0: yeah 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 Fort in Saint British Columbia. In bc yeah yeah, yeah that's
3: a, that was that was a planes trains and automobile trip because uh the it was a gas plant way in the middle of nowhere i ended up my fourth a form of transportation was a four-wheel drive to, to go through the woods to get to it It's great
2: <laughs> yeah and the funny thing is i when i first came to canada i went to uh, almost the southernmost part of canada which is down on lake erie and uh, i worked at a steel plant there and in the winter time everyone grew a beard you know to protect themselves because there's so much outside work and uh, it is the coldest place I've ever been in Canada, because it was right on the shore of Lake Erie. Lake Erie would freeze over, and the wind would just howl across the lake, and you'd walk outside, and your beard would just go solid, and you'd, go, you'd have to go into a room for your beard to melt. It was like, and, and yet it was in the southernmost tip of, of Canada. It was like, what a place, it, you know? we had snow that would be like six feet every year. It was, wow, yeah, I, you know, I made a great choice. I actually chose to come here, you know? It's, <laughs> that voice there. Six
0: feet of snow ain't bad, Cliff. Like when I lived in the mountains, we had 22 feet one year. Like it literally didn't stop snowing for like two weeks straight. And it was like, it was unbelievable how much snow. Yeah,
2: yeah. it was uh, That's crazy. very different. Yeah, very different.
0: But but I never loved watching Australians shovel my snow more than that. <laughs> Is that a thing in Canada? There's just Australians running around shoveling people's snow? Well, in the, in the, in the ski towns, the Australians are there to, to, to be ski bums, essentially. Yeah. And so, yeah. like, I was living in a condo working at the mine, and basically the whole town, like, if you didn't work at the mine, pretty much you were Australian. And so, like you were like all the local like waiters, the people at the grocery store, the bank tellers, the people who shoveled the snow, like all that stuff were, were Australians. Like even the, it was wild. Like this town's in the middle of nowhere. There's like 2000 people who live there. And the swim coach was like the eighth fastest swimmer in the Sydney, like, like Olympic trials for Australia. And I was like, how do you get dropped here? And this guy is like super legit at swimming. <laughs> Tons of swimming there. Yeah. It was wild. Yeah, that's uh, crazy. But-, but anyways, I got to wrap up cause I have a meeting, but let's go around. Lucas, you're, you're on the, you're on the video. So start us off. What do you got to plug? Where can people find you? Uh, you know, just hanging out on
4: LinkedIn like everybody else having a big party. So you can you can find me on the uh, eastpartnership.org uh, site or you can find me on the East Partnership page on LinkedIn um, and then of course my personal page and uh, yeah, that's where I'm at and that's what I'm doing and um, partying, lots of partying, lots of training. So <laughs> trying to keep up with Bob and Sonia, it's not easy. Oh yeah. <laughs>
0: yes, sir. <laughs> Perfect. No, thanks for joining us today. Sonia, how about you? What do you got to plug?
1: Uh, The book is coming out, um, Lubrication Degradation Mechanisms. It's going to be the ideal Christmas gift for anybody. I can't tell you the weight of it, but definitely check it out for Christmas. Uh, We have some training with Bob coming up. I'm very excited about that. And we are doing that in November. We have some Stuff with PM ProLearn with a PMP live course. And I like the live instructors. So we're wrapping that up for the end of the year. Next year is going to be amazing. It's going to be awesome. I will be doing some with Lucas soon to come. And you all can find me on LinkedIn at Matura or Strategic Liability Solutions. While that's a lot to say, you can, you can just, once you Google it, you'll find it. And on your website, strategic liability solutions.com. Yeah. Just
0: just check the podcast notes. Just for check a while the podcast
1: more. notes. Yeah, that's
0: right. Sonia, thanks for joining us. Cliff, how about you? What do you got to plug?
2: Um, <coughs> LinkedIn. You're going to find me on LinkedIn. That's for sure. I am, uh, and as long as there are people who are wrong, I will be on LinkedIn. Um, uh, I've got a, a scheduled podcast. Another podcast with Upkeep next week. We're looking at doing a webinar and. And of course, with PMAC, we have our asset management courses, which uh, I, I absolutely love. They're, they're a weird model in that they're asynchronous. And so there is no classroom time. There's no, it's cool. And we have so much fun there. Um, and coming to a computer near you, <laughs> not very soon, will be my website that I'm working on. But I won't even name it now because <laughs> it's too far in the distance.
0: Cliff, thanks for joining us. Bob, how about you? What do you got to plug? Well,
3: I hope after watching this video that uh, somebody for Sonya's Clash actually uh, wants to come see me. So, uh, yeah, (laughs) I may have uh, have defeated my own purpose for being here. (laughs) Uh, I'll just go with the reliability.com for uh, uh, general ProAct-related RCA stuff and easyrca.com for the uh, new agnostic software and somewhere on there we got a couple of books out here recently so they're they're out there somewhere
0: yeah that's well i don't have the newest book but i have one over there somewhere i, so. I, I
3: just got i just got these today they, they just yeah. i just got my copies of it today
0: yeah
4: they put a big picture of you right in the front like you told them to or now?
3: What, what do you mean like i'm uh, that, that's like i'm spaced out <laughs>
4: the the baby was that (laughs) that your point was that your point luke (laughs) no i just you know yeah i was i was going along with rob there i think that you were the baby on the cover of the first one right
3: (laughs) no that baby was much thinner than me (laughs) 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 hold on i got got one of those here too actually uh i don't know if you all this is this has been a great read for me it's uh decoding mechanical failures by shane turcutt Wow, at it's, uh, it, it's, it's written for the field, and it's extremely easy to understand. The graphics are out of this world. Uh, is, is that what you're
4: talking about, Luke? There he is.
3: Yeah. Uh, are you making fun of my diapers?
4: <laughs> yeah. I'm just happy you're wearing one. <laughs> you know, uh,
3: my family didn't have a lot of money back then, Luke, okay? We, we couldn't afford the nice
4: diapers. <laughs> You guys are from Hopewell, right? It's you know.
0: It's are you gonna crazy. say that
4: explains it? Yeah, Bob and I live like 35 minutes from each other. Oh, sorry about that. Yeah. Dangerously close. I didn't figure that out till after
0: I retired here. So soon, soon, you'll be moving up north, I guess. Yeah.
3: Yeah, he's gonna move. He'll move to DC next.
0: Oh, I did that once. I won't do it again. <laughs> all right, guys, I got to run. But, you know, obviously, everybody, thank you for joining us today. It was a lot of fun. And for all the kids that are listening and the drug smugglers that are listening, you know, thank you for listening. And please share it with your friends and, and your cartel members. Uh, and we'll see you all next week.
3: And Rob, I just want Hi, Rob. I just wanted to thank you for all these opportunities and uh, you bringing us together as friends, because that's meant a lot to me in my career. So thank you,
2: yeah,
4: thank, you. thank you, Bob. We got a
2: lot, a lot of people, Bob, not just us. That's right, absolutely.
4: And you got to follow, got to follow Rob where he's where he's going next. Yeah, leadership launchpad. Oh yes,
1: yeah. yes. Yeah.
3: Well, I if he, if he know does, know. if he doesn't give us his number, we'll know why. That's <laughs> right. <laughs>
0: all right everybody there's another podcast that's (laughs) gonna happen but yeah thanks for joining us guys thank you and we'll see you we'll see you next time Bye. Bye. bye